On this week's episode of The Smoke Break, we talk with comedian Amani about the connection between our mental and physical health. We also discuss reacting versus responding and how tuning into our intuition can support that process. Episodes release on all platforms Mondays at 6 p.m. And welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hello. And Amani. What's up? Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's It's been a treat. It took a lot of coordination to try and get you here, but I'm excited to finally have you on an episode. Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure you have a lot on your mind, um, as, as, uh, as is usually the case. Uh, but this week, I kind of wanted to talk to you about the mind-body connection. Um, yeah. I know in my experience, if my body's not feeling good, it's hard for my mind to do any differently. So uh, what would you say is your experience with that? Um, well, for me, it's just, I guess, like, at least in the recent life, I've been going through, like, quite a few medical, like, issues. And realizing that, like, the uncertainty and the unknown, it can, it's not, as far as, or as much as you want to ignore it, yeah. It will catch up to you. Yes. You can't keep putting off things, especially when it comes to your health mm-hmm. yes. and thinking that like your mental is not going to. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. just push through it. Yeah. I'll yeah. just push through. I'm, I'm strong. Like yeah. that yeah, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That doesn't just keep up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so you said that you've been you've been dealing with things recently. The uncertainty is kind of bothering you. Um, yeah. Would you say that it's more the idea that like because you don't know what it is, it's more scary, or is it? Would you feel more comfortable knowing that it was something bad? That is a very good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I would be. Well, it's weird because I hate doctors. I do not like going to the doctor. Okay. I especially getting blood drawn and all that stuff. I do not like it. Um, so part of me is like, it would be cool if I just didn't know what it was. And I think that like, because of the anxiety I have with going to doctors, I don't proactively try and find out what's going on a lot of the time. And so I'll put it off, put it off, put it off until it hurts. Yeah. Yes. Um, (laughs) Quite literally. Yeah. Literally literally until it hurts. But I think that maybe knowing something bad is better than not knowing yeah yeah, yeah. because I mean, then you can find a solution right yeah you could find a solution now i do i do it <laughs> i can't say that i necessarily do that but should i absolutely I should. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely uh what about you zoe would you say that um with like mind body connection that there's been yeah yeah well i was just thinking like i think what you said imani about like the doctor like i think that's really relevant i think a lot of people for a lot of different reasons feel stigmatized by doctors, whether that's, and sometimes it's just the fear of like knowing yeah. what's wrong with you. But I think there's also a lot of underlying stigma around doctors because mm-hmm. they often want to talk to you about stuff that's not what you came in to talk about or they'll make you feel uncomfortable or like mm-hmm. make you do something with your body that doesn't make you feel, you know, like I just feel like the medical system is often like really uh, like, uh, what's the word? Like it just invasive. Like it feels like yeah. it, it feels invasive and I can relate to that, like avoiding the doctor because oh, they're like, oh, you know, you're fat or like stuff like that. Like they'll point out shit to you and you're like, is that why I'm here? Like, yeah, I feel yeah. really safe talking to you about what's going on with me now that you like made some weird comment about my body yeah. or something. You know, yeah. and I think there's lots of reasons why doctors are weird. But I think that's a common thing. And I've definitely experienced that before, like avoiding dealing with your health because of the anxiety and like stress that comes along yeah. with going and talking to some stranger about these hard things and then them mm-hmm. not having like good 
yeah. bedside manner or whatever the hell we call that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I would say like I've been having like some some health issues or whatever. And because I haven't uh, had access to insurance and stuff like that, I'm just yeah. like, all right, well, I mean, I guess I can kind of just put it off. But it's like. I would say the wondering what the problem is is worse than knowing that it's a, you know, like what I need to start dealing with. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So so for you, would you say that uh, like going forward, like what is what is going to be the thing that like helps you become less anxious? Would you say it's it's facing it head on or? Well, like for me, for example, like I went to the doctor, um, I went to the emergency room on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, Mostly because I think I told you about it. I have this rash on my arms and I no one knows what it is. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't itch. But yeah, um, it's weird. I've had something similar. Yeah. And like doctors, I feel like they do not give a shit. No matter how much I tell them like this isn't normal. I shouldn't be like having red spots on all over my body. Yeah. Yeah. Something's wrong. Yeah. Something's wrong. And because I went with Brent. Yeah. to the doctor mm-hmm. he advocated for me because That's it cool. just seemed like nobody oh, was listening good. plus black women are the most likely to be ignored i was gonna say yeah, that in you. the medical field yeah. so yeah having someone there to advocate for me because i think that oh yeah it knowing that sometimes makes it harder for me to say something totally. just because i feel like sometimes i'm just testing it i'm like will this doctor yeah give me shit yeah like they didn't want to do any blood work while I was in the emergency room and I was like, I think you should try and do whatever it takes to figure, figure out, out what it what is. This is. Yeah. I made the effort to come here. You should make the effort to figure it out. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's... I'm like, I'm, there's no car accidents. There's no people with bloody arms in the emergency room. Please yeah. help. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, can yeah. you just do your job, please? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I know, uh, another comic who was struggling, they had had an infection in their arm and like, they just were not being acknowledged because they were a black woman. And it's, it's literally like, I, I don't know what causes the disconnect, but I've noticed that there is a disconnect and it's like, I'm, I'm sorry that that's your lived experience. There's a mm-hmm. lot. I, I don't like if you. I've learned a lot about the history behind that. I'm sure you know, yeah. Moni. There's like a long history. Please educate me. I'm, I'm kind of curious. You, do you want to talk about it at all? I don't know if you well, want to. Well, one thing but. is that there was this idea back in slavery that um, black people in general were much stronger than just white people. Mm-hmm. So they could withstand a lot. That's more. a cool stereotype, but I can see it also yeah. being very harmful. But it is very Because it just means like we could withstand more. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, those those weren't whippings. Those were, you know, a pats on the back. Well, and there was like experimental surgeries done on black women because they thought black women couldn't feel pain. That yeah, was... literally. They thought we could not feel and pain. And it's whether they actually thought that or they just decided that. Yeah. Yeah. But that was totally yeah, I've learned a lot about that recently. So I'm sure that's Yeah. So what would you say is like been the the biggest disconnect for you in having like maybe a disease that's not being acknowledged? Uh, for me, it's just like the way it like it makes me insecure in a weird way, especially since like for me, like I have this rash on my body and it makes me like feel like I have to cover up myself. Yeah, yeah. it's like. Yeah. Mostly don't want to explain things. Totally. Especially yeah. explaining things I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you're like, I don't know what it is. I really I have, like, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm trying to be proactive, but no one's listening. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, and I want to be able to like tell people so I can get like comfort, but I don't want to tell someone something that's not true. Yeah, because you don't have all the information. Because I don't yet. have the, the information. And so a lot of times, like, I feel like I'm carrying like a secret. Yeah. That, like, yeah. That, 
is I'm mentally struggling with. And you know, like when you're mentally struggling with something and you can't tell anyone, like mm-hmm. that just makes things a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, I want to just be able to like confide in people about yeah. you not only have the pain stuff. of what's happening, but the pain of not being able to communicate it. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. And so yeah. like it just feels very destructive because I'm like, who do I like cry to? Who yeah. do I yell to? Yeah. And, like people are gonna have questions and I don't have an answer for them and they don't have an answer for me. And yeah. like yeah. I'm just gonna sit around and guess together like and i don't want to sit around and <laughs> guess have a powwow and be yeah. like i don't know what do you think it is did they end up taking your blood and stuff after brent advocated for you or how did that go they down ended after? up putting in a referral to a dermatologist okay. which that's good all i really could have asked for i mean i went to the doctor every week of the month of january wow. every single week and then the the final week actually february Valentine's Day yeah. was the day. Fun. They finally you guys got to spend your romantic Valentine's <laughs> yeah. Day in the emergency room. In the emergency room. <laughs> That's love, though, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was very sweet. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to thank him. It's yeah. Girl, yeah. when I feel better and I have the energy. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, it was stupid. I mean, in my head, I'm like, why can't you guys just help? Yeah. Like, why can't, yeah. like, you don't know the answer, but like, it's a skin thing, so talk to a dermatologist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you are the closest the person to the person yeah. who could figure this out. Yeah. yeah, and I ended up seeing a dermatologist getting a biopsy. They cut into some of the spots on my okay. body, okay. which then they just gave me some results, uh-huh. just some speculations <laughs> oh, on oh, what nice. it could be. So I need and theories. Even- I know, and I was like, I already WebMD'd this, so getting me some more things to WebMD, yeah. I don't need that right now. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I try and stay positive and be like, well, I don't hurt. I don't feel any yeah. pain. Nothing itches, nothing well, good, burns, yeah. nothing, yeah. just nothing. Yeah. I don't feel any sort of pain, but it's it still fucks with my head. Like, yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Totally. Like, well, I think yeah. just being invalidated about a disease or, or whatever you're experiencing, that that invalidation is like it's it. Yeah, it's it's the difficulty of experiencing it and then not having like any answers for it and not having any, I guess, empathy for the situation because like they can't put a name on it. So they can't exactly proportionately feel good or bad about, you know, where you're yeah. at with it. Yeah, exactly. And I just wish that they would made would have in five weeks made yeah. some sort of effort to acknowledge what I was saying. Like, yeah, it was just take creams, take a Benadryl. I was like, it's not hives. Yeah. It's not hives. Yeah. Like, it doesn't itch. I don't need Benadryl. Yeah. I know. And I've like, been back every week. Yeah. So if I was it like, was. clearly, if it was something that like, if you guys were helping, I wouldn't come here every single week. Yeah, yeah. 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 totally. But they yeah. get paid for you coming there every week. Well, so. and, yeah. and that's like the discontinuity in the medical system too, which is like another reason why it's so like, you have to go in there and tell them the same fucking story over and over again. You're like, you could probably just like, if they actually, there was cohesiveness to the way that like, they shared the information yeah, shared from the past appointment. Mm-hmm. It's like more traumatizing to have to go in there and re-explain yourself and have somebody give you the same half-ass answers that you got last week. And you're like, uh, did you read the chart notes? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, Why like, did I tell the last person yeah. if I'm re-explaining the story? Yeah, it's like really exactly. invasive. Exactly. That happened when I just like went to the doctor for mental health stuff. Like it was just telling the same like yeah. people who work in the same office yeah. the same Yeah, you're like, thing. and I'm supposed to feel cared for? Exactly. I mean, clearly you guys aren't like, this isn't a team. Yeah. This is just a bunch of individual people and like, I don't, I think for me I'm I'm semi private about things that go on in my life. I don't publicly announce them until I'm ready to publicly announce them. Sure. But like having multiple people know 
like an issue, especially in the medical field, and yeah. they're not communicating with each other. So I'm just constantly telling person after person after person after person. Yes, it just it just, gets annoying. Yeah, it gets yeah, so annoying. yeah. Well, and you know, like not seeing any progress with it for five weeks—that's a really long time to like. By the time you went in and even addressed that it was a problem, especially as somebody who doesn't like doctors, like mm-hmm. it had already been a problem for a while. So it's like you needed it addressed at that moment, not yeah. five weeks yeah. from that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac, so I was very proactive. Yeah. Um, I How does that work? You're a hypochondriac who hates doctors? How do you balance that? <laughs> I know. It, it's WebMD. WebMD. That's <laughs> how so we all do it, Zane. Come on. Exactly. I just Googled it. I wanted yeah. to know, yeah. like, how am I dying? So, just because gotcha. I'm worrying doesn't mean I know how to find it. Yeah, but, I, but yeah. I mean, they don't make you feel better a lot of the time. Sometimes yeah. it feels better to try and figure it out on your own. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I similarly kind of did the same thing with, like, my paranoia, where it's just, like, I could wait to get a doctor or I could look at the things that I'm experiencing and be like, okay, what are the symptoms of what I'm experiencing? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Google, it's a great source. Yeah. <laughs> it might scary, give but... you more anxiety, yeah. but it's a yeah. great source. True. But I think there's there's a certain, there's, there's less anxiety in having an idea what something could be. Even if yeah. you don't yeah. know exactly what it is, knowing that it's at least something and not just this vague, yeah. like, it could yeah. be anything. Because yeah. that's scary. Yeah. Anything yeah. could be scary. Yeah. It might be this. I can deal with that. Exactly. Yeah. I could deal with, like, yeah. it might be or... Like, even, like, I think WebMD, like, searching, that didn't give me anxiety. What gave me anxiety is going to the doctor every week and no one giving me any answer whatsoever. Yeah. Being like, you have hives. Maybe you're yeah. stressed out. Yeah. I'm like, I'm stressed. Maybe I'm stressed out. <laughs> yeah. like, it, it's so annoying. I once had I had one doctor. He wasn't actually my primary doctor. My primary doctor, for some odd reason, couldn't see me. So someone else in the office saw me for something i think it's just like my neck hurt mm-hmm. but um he's just like it i it sucks that you've seen so many people and no one's done anything about this yes. and i'm like yeah it does and then he himself was just like black women are the most ignored in the medical field and i was like see you know yeah you know yeah it. and then he was like i'll be right back and then just, like, just like, <laughs> i mean he didn't really do much he was just like it's stress. He that's acknowledged it. But did it feel better that it he at feels, least acknowledged yeah. that that's your experience that you're exactly. having? Exactly. It felt yeah. better to yeah. hear someone acknowledge that, like, my experience is I'm having pain and well, yeah. it's not comfortable. And when I say that I don't feel comfortable, it means I don't feel yeah. comfortable because I would just say something for shits and giggles. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Even though I'm a comedian, I'm not just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, there is a time and a place for shits and giggles. <laughs> yeah. The well, doctor's office, not that time. Well, exactly. and I think acknowledging that, like, that there is that, like, historical, like, racism involved in the medical system, like, is the fact that's a part of every time you had to go in, go, go knowing that that's part of why you're potentially why you're being ignored. Mm-hmm. And then having somebody say that, like, whether he did anything different or not, I'm glad he at least acknowledged that that because that's part of why it's stressful for you on top of not knowing what's going on and, and yeah. just the fact of not being able to get a solution, you know? Yeah. So, And then you still have to go through regular life with this, like, I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. 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 For me, it was very hard because it started like January of me starting to deal with medical stuff. And I'm like, it had in December had a car accident. <laughs> so when hit my car, hit and run. And then I guess maybe shot at my window. Who knows? We, we will yeah. never know. The world may yeah. never know. <laughs> the world may never oh, yeah, know. I saw that. Yeah. And look, then look. hit off my other side view mirror. I'm just like, I must have somebody who just hates me. 
but or my car just hates yeah. Dodge you Avengers so yeah. much. <laughs> Your insurance company loves you. Uh. Yeah, they, like, they love right. me. But like having to still continue to go through life, like one of the hard things for me is like the Willamette Week thing. As cool as that oh, should yeah. have been, yeah, congratulations! Yeah. Like, yeah. Looking at my skin, like. I don't know what's going on with me medically. Yeah. yeah. But I still gotta show up. Show up and accept all this praise. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. Sometimes when you're dealing with something in private, it's hard to accept anything publicly. Yes. Yeah. That's a good point. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that was perfect. Yeah. That's a cool. Good well, we're actually gonna tie it up on that that, <laughs> yeah. that nice little gem. Um <laughs> thank you for watching the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Mm. The candles are lit and the bear rug on the ground is waiting for you. Do you have a special someone that you want to cozy up with? Let them know how much you really care? Well, you can always send them a love song dedication right on the radio. If you submit a song and a sweet message to your sweet thing to the Shady Pines hotline, 220-SP-RADIO, or email directly to the Cosmic Taco Beach Shack at gmail.com. We will put your love on the air. And make sure to tune in every Sunday from 3 to 4 with me, Cloud Babe, and Big Papa Warrior. Spread the love and spread some cheeks this year. And don't forget to keep it locked on Shady Pines Radio. And we are back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, Joel Pal Zane, here with Zoe Shorts. Hi. And Amani. What's up? All right, cool. So, uh, Zoe, go ahead. Yeah. So, I wanted to talk a little bit about like the idea of our intuition versus like being triggered or sort of like how, how to determine when, when our inner voice is like a reaction to our past experiences or sort of like a trauma versus like when that voice is guiding us to like our truth or whatever. And I, for me, sometimes I really struggle to figure out like the difference between those two voices. Um, and I was wondering like, do you, can you think of any times where like you felt connected to your intuition or where you felt like a disconnect or sort of like, how do you relate to that idea of like listening to your inner voice and, and determining how it's guiding you? Yeah. Like, is that something you think about or do you think about intuition like that? I do when I, when I, when something feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's when you need to listen to your like when intuition. I, yeah. When I need to listen to my intuition, I definitely t- tune into it. I think the parts or the times where I fail too is like when I'm feeling optimistic in the moment, I'm like, I'm mm. ready for this. Yeah. And like everything else goes out the window. I don't even see how that could be negative oh. because I'm just thinking about the end goal. I'm skipping the steps. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, well, this cool, cool thing could happen if this all works out. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I fell for like online scams sometimes. Those are pretty <laughs> like, sweet. Those, those are pretty, are, you're just like, hey, like, everything's fine. working out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, this huge opportunity to yeah. make some money. What do you and think you're going to give me $3 million? I needed that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll fall for stuff like that, but that's just because like, I'm thinking of what is going to come from uh-huh, it uh-huh. versus like taking it slowly and like analyze, like, yeah. Sometimes yeah. I think, especially with stuff like that, you really have to like not do it for a little bit 
just just think yeah like take take the um impulse out of it yeah sometimes like whenever your intuition isn't really working you're moving on impulse control yes hard yes yeah i was thinking about that the idea of like reacting versus responding and that's totally Mm -hmm. what like me and zane were talking about like when you take the time to to sit with what your initial emotional reaction is or your initial thought and decide whether you want to act on it or not or whether it's like something that feels like the right thing to act on yeah sort of like i've been thinking about that a lot lately like when I'm responsive versus reactive and like how when I'm reactive, I often like regret the way I reacted or I like I end up acting the same way as the person that I is doing something that I think is harmful or whatever. And then wishing I would have been more level headed about it, you know? So like, yeah, trying to, trying to um, figure out how to like, but I think you're right. I think it's that space, like taking space in between. And I know I, especially social media, like I, I mean, like, I'm young. (laughs) Like I've been on social media. Yeah, it's different. My whole entire life. Yeah, Yeah, it's totally different. And I remember like the online, like online bullying when I was younger was already bad enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then now with this, like posting my jokes on social media and people are mean to me, I lose it. I don't know how to calmly interact. That's why I don't have my comments on at all. Yeah. Yeah. Anything because like I know myself and I know that. I didn't like being a victim back then, and I and at this point in my life, I don't have to be. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start yeah. typing as many mean yeah, things yeah, as yeah. I possibly can. Yeah, you're taking the power back, and then you're like, is this the, doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, talk shit, get hit, yeah. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hit no, with these yeah. words. Yeah, no, mm. no. That's. I'm glad you brought that up, though, actually, because we kind of w- w- thought maybe I meant to ask you about that earlier, but yeah, like you've got like a much bigger presence online now with your comedy, mm-hmm. and like it's come with a lot of weird internet shit i think also something i've noticed is like people on the internet like i've seen the people that troll they go for like the most hurtful the lowest blow right like the shit we're trying not to do in comedy that we know yeah. is like the shittiest comedy they get on there and they're like hey you're fat like you have glasses or what well, i don't know what they say yeah, to you but like yeah, yeah. they pick on like the lowest shit like the most petty shit i've noticed like troll type people do i i just i react to it all and sometimes i'm just like evenly i, I know i'm like i really should just leave it alone because you get a you'll get positive responses absolutely I'm sure, but yeah. it's the moment someone's like you're not funny women aren't yeah. funny you you sound like amy schumer all women do is talk about sex or why do you always talk about race and people try to when people try to tell me about me yeah. that's when i'm like Same. no i'm supposed to tell you yeah. about me yeah. Yeah. you don't have you don't get to tell me yes. who i am yeah yeah and no. then i like that perspective and i start to attack and yeah. i know i shouldn't like i went off on this man once <laughs> And this is like problematic. <laughs> it was a response. All right. It was a reaction. It was very much a, a reaction. And if it wasn't for the people around me, I would have kept going. And <laughs> I feel like I could relate. He was like, he said, I I should quit comedy. And I that's that's not big that big of a deal. It's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. It's not. But pretty, pretty low hanging yeah, fruit. Was yeah. triggered. Yeah. yeah sure. I did not take the time to think. So I. Opened up his profile. I didn't open any post. I just looked at it and skimmed it. And then I went back to that comment <laughs> and I said, your kid is ugly. And then he was like, you're talking about my kid. Oh, well, you're not funny. And I was like, okay, well, your car is busted. <laughs> like your kid. <laughs> And then he kept going, and then it got really Girl, bad. It, it, it got dude. it got yeah. so bad that I probably should not say it on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
we'll just say yeah, it got yeah, but I mean, really, really bad. It's the, the, the problem is, is that like sometimes people only see your reaction to that and not the thing that caused you to react like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's that's the problem with, you know, responses and reactions is that like that's why it's important for us to make sure that we're responding and not reacting because more often than not, people are only going to see the thing that we did, yeah. not the thing that yeah. made us do what yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It led to this guy saying that he's going to get me canceled. And I was like, ah, try Girl, Good luck, buddy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, good luck. Like, yeah. canceled how? I don't have any money someone could take away <laughs> yeah, from me. Yeah. My sponsorship? Uh, like, fuck my car up? Because that's Exactly. You really bring couldn't it on, do dude. much to me. Yeah, bring it on, dude. Uh, well, but something you said made me think about how, like, like, it sounds like on some level, like there's, like you said, like you experienced bullying younger as a younger person too, which I'm sure most of us did, mm-hmm. yeah. whether it was on the internet or in real life or both. But I think like that part of you that's like now standing up for yourself when you maybe didn't feel like you had the voice back then. Yeah. But then also like the line between like, yeah, because I think part of that voice is like your intuition rising up and being like, no, I'm not going to take this shit any longer. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But what's that line of like, when am I harming myself? When do I cross over into like yeah. too triggered versus like empowered triggered kind yeah, of like. Yeah. And it's, it's a weird balance because like I remember when I first decided that I needed to go through my entire Instagram and turn every single post comments off. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's a video or whatever. All my comments are off. Yeah. And that decision came from like getting sexually harassed, getting like people saying mean things to me and knowing how I wanted to respond Mm -hmm. and knowing that I could not respond that way. Yeah. And having those off, I would get DMs because I have to have my DMs open and people saying, you're a comedian. Why are you being a coward? You shouldn't be so sensitive. Like people saying that to me. Let me bully you in public. Exactly. They're like, let me treat you badly. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't have to allow people to treat me badly. I do not have to. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the weird thing is I feel like people see comedians and they think that we like we start doing comedy and now we don't have feelings yeah does that make sense? jokes yeah. about our pain doesn't mean it doesn't still hurt that doesn't, exactly. it means it hurts when you make jokes yeah. about my pain <laughs> yeah, you're like this is it's like when someone talks shit about your parents and you're like i could talk shit about my parents yes. you can't talk shit about my parents exactly yes. yeah, yeah. exactly and yeah. i just that made me that makes me mad i'm like hey look i still have feelings yeah i still do yeah i didn't get rid of, i don't have powers i can't fly i don't like, yeah, yeah. being a comedian does not come yeah. with any sort of perk yeah. you're like i'm not even rich from it <laughs> yes yeah. Yeah. yeah you're like hopefully soon but <laughs> yeah, no, i was like i don't even make money from it. i mean yeah. i do sometimes yeah. <laughs> not enough to be like relaxed about exactly. it exactly yeah. Like, yeah. 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 yeah yeah not enough to pay for the therapy i need yeah, from all right? these fucking trolls yeah well yeah i think about like the way you like open yourself up to other people when you get like it's like the internet like and people feel like they have access to you. Like, that's what I mean by them being like, yo, you turned your comments off. What are you? A pussy? Yeah, it's like, uh, just because I post my stuff on the internet doesn't mean that, like, I have to be like this. Exactly. Like, this yeah. thing that you can just- I'm not an influencer. Yeah. That's what I think that some people, like, I don't know, people see that the, the followers and they're like, oh, you, I've even had people say, you need to, like, capitalize off of this. You need to post more. You need right. to be more mm-hmm. consistent. I don't give a, I, mean, Girl, I shouldn't I say I don't give a fuck about these people. <laughs> like i don't have to care about some of these people their opinions about what you need to do with your yeah i don't care about like the opinions i want to have control over my life i spent a lot of time in my life not having control Mm -hmm. over my life Mm -hmm. and if social media is where i want to have my control that's where i'm going to have my control absolutely and i don't like i'll post when i want to post i'll do what i want to do yeah like i don't like yeah i'm not here to 
yeah, you're, I'm not here to just do what you want me to do. Exactly. I, this is my art. I express this is, myself. Exactly. This yeah. is our art. And if I want to be sensitive, I could be sensitive because it's my art. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and I, I like that you you took your power back in the in the places that you could because it's like you as a comedian want to reach as many people with your comedy as possible. But mm -hmm. like you that doesn't mean that like people now deserve access to being yes. mean to you. you yeah, know? Exactly. Like they're they feel entitled to they you. Yeah, to be mean or gross yeah. or whatever it is they think that like now all of a sudden, oh yeah. you're a public figure, so now I can be a piece of shit to you. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah no. like I've I've gotten just some of like the the grossest, meanest fucking comments about like, you know, clips that we've posted for this show. And mm -hmm. it's just like I'm like, why are you, why did you feel the need to say anything? Like when it would have been so easy to say nothing and just keep going, you yeah, decided just to scroll say something past fucking it. hurtful. Yeah, people. Exactly. Yeah. Just scroll past it. Yeah. Like I, I think it's just sad people. Cause like you have to be like yeah. sad or just bored, bored, yeah. need, Both. need some sort of attention. I don't, like you don't, you're not gonna get it from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, at, there was a point in time yeah, where you yeah. were gonna you get it from me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you set a boundary knowing yeah. how you reacted yeah. or how yeah. you were reacting. If you yeah. if you're like, okay, if every time this pops up, I react like this, I'm going to make sure this doesn't keep popping up. That way, I don't have to fight exactly. off this reaction. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it was making me upset. Yeah, and like it was truly making me like I wouldn't say it was making me just like depressed but it was making me angry yeah. it was making me so angry to the point where i felt like i was getting angry in real life yeah like yeah. anytime even if it had nothing to do with me if i saw somebody being a shit person i'm like mm. fuck you yeah. you yeah. piece of shit yeah. and it was <laughs> and there's things i would never have even like bothered giving attention to but it's because i'm facing it yeah behind the scenes yeah yes. yeah yeah even like as a kid like i grew up in a big family like when I would get bullied at school, I think I'd come home and bully my siblings. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's normal. Yeah. That's it's just human like it's, nature. It's human nature. Yeah. And so same with like social media. If I'm getting attacked behind the scenes, I'm going to find a place where I can retaliate. Yeah. yeah. No, that's and a it good may point. be in yeah. my, my regular human life. Yeah. It trickles yeah. down. Yeah. It like trickles into the rest. Of, yeah. When people treat you poorly, it trickles. Like it affects the way you treat other people. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even just like acknowledging that, that like you noticed that it was bleeding into parts of your life, you know, like the the thing that they say, like, if we if we don't heal our wounds, we end up bleeding on people who, you know, didn't cut us. You yep. know, mm -hmm. and it's that's it's very similarly like because I don't have a place to express this, I'm expressing it to people who don't deserve it. You know, like I wish yeah. I could tell all these people to fuck off, but because I'm not, I'm just telling the first person who said good morning to fuck yeah, off. Totally. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, dope. We're actually gonna take a real quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from nine to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Cheers to you, my friends. You're listening to Shady Pines Radio. My name is Nate. And each Friday at 9 a.m., I bring you burnt coffee. All things Northwest and tour and acts. Only on Shady Pines Radio. Thanks for tuning in. And we are back with a smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hi. And Amani. What's up? All right. <laughs> so uh, we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back this week only. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's get real, bro. This was this was a theme for a while. Uh, it kind of fell off. We're but... curating it a little bit more this yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're having people look through these questions because it got fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> it did. got really weird. Question. Um, do you spend more energy trying to fit in or stand out? Mm. Hmm. How so? Hmm. 
Mm, yeah, I'll, I'll answer yeah. this one uh, to fit in or stand out. Fuck me. I would say fit in as much as I hate to admit it. Yeah. Um, I think as being the, the, the black kid at a white school, I already stood out enough. So I was like, okay, how do I, how can I be one of you guys? How can we all just not look at me any different? Mm -hmm. um, but I also feel like trying to uh, fit in kind of dulls the things that make me unique because, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, the the things that separate me, like, you know, maybe my goofiness or or puns. Not everybody does puns. So I'm like, do less puns. But it's like, that's the thing that you do. So like you not doing it makes you less you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's definitely like a, a, a hard thing to, to navigate. But what about for you folks? Um, Fit in or stand out? Uh, Just sorry. I feel like I can relate in the sense of like feel like I was a fat kid and I was self-conscious mm. about that. And I felt like I stood out because I was a fat kid. So, yeah, I think there's a period of time where I did want to blend in, you know, and I think but I think as I get older, I've realized that like that blending in just made me feel more erased and like now I've yeah. found a way and even just like with the way I dress like is a way, way it represents or manifests I guess but yeah I feel like I've started to like choose to stand out in different ways where because after a while of just sort of trying to blend in you start to feel like no I'm I have more to offer and like I want to yeah. I, I have a stand you know I'm a comedian like I have a personality that wants to stand out I've yeah. always had that kind of personality but being self-conscious in your body can really like shift that yeah so yeah yeah so yeah. i would say like it's come as i get older and i gain more confidence i'm learning new ways to want to stand out and i think we're all like as being comedians there's part of us that wants to stand out right yeah. like <laughs> yes yeah yeah definitely there's part of us that wants to stand out i feel like growing up i had like a very i mean i probably still do a demure like sense about me yeah. like, i don't have a lot of energy a lot yeah. of people say this a lot yeah to me and like i don't I don't know that I tried to fit in or stand out. I just wanted to mind my business. Mm. Yeah. And just, I was up here a lot yeah, of yeah. the yeah. time. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess I w would say like, like you, I was one of the few black kids in the school. So fitting in to me was just kind of essential, like a mm -hmm. yeah, survival, survival. tactic. Totally. Like you want to at least not be on the ops. <laughs> of anybody. Mm -hmm. Like I'd much rather just, be cool with everybody then be whatever and plus i've never been someone who wants to who wanted initially to stand out mm -hmm. like comedy has given me the attention i've never had in my entire life yeah like it's a blessing it's a curse but i always surrounded my, myself with people who had that like look at me energy yeah. about mm -hmm. them and it felt exciting i think that's probably mm -hmm. why i yeah even got into comedy in a yeah. weird way is because like I enjoyed being the friend to the person who was popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I get to be the the popular person, and I'm like, oh, yeah. 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 Now people are excited to be like, like yo, I'm friends with Amani. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, this is sometimes uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. I was like, I didn't realize you probably <laughs> felt uncomfortable. Yeah, you're like, maybe this yeah. is why I wanted to play because it was easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. blending in is easier. Yeah. What uh, what would you say is like the the things that you enjoy about standing out? Um, I think because someone asked me actually asked me like if you if I would move to like New York and I was like I wouldn't sneak in out in New York I'd stand <laughs> out in the Pacific <laughs> Northwest that's, that's a fair good point, yeah. that's fair um but what one of the things what's the question one more time what uh what do you think is the advantage of standing out um I think that you get to be heard. Yeah. 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 I think that's probably one of the biggest things. If you stand out, if people want to pay attention, then you're going to mm -hmm. get heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wonder, like, mm. also, too, if you like, if you are part of like a marginalized group or like what most of us are in some way. Sure. Like knowing, like, when you are more, like, there's less of, like, there's, you know, you, there's less representation wherever we live. Like, it's almost like your voice carries more power, too, right? Mm -hmm. Like, which is also the same thing of like good and bad, right? Like, kind of scary and intimidating to yeah. have that, mm -hmm. but also yeah. like you can make a bigger, a bigger impression, maybe, or have like a different impact when you do stand out a little bit. Yeah, based yeah. on your identity. I would definitely say that, like, the advantage of of standing out is that you know your voice is now heard. You know, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. some it's easy for things to kind of just blend into the background of like everyone's talking, therefore everyone is at the same spot. Mm -hmm. But um, I would definitely say that yeah, that would be that'd be a huge benefit is is being is is feeling like you're actually being heard. You know, yeah. Because, I think that that a lot of people know how to talk. Not a lot of people know how to listen. And it's only to the people who stand out that people really listen for most people. Some people mm -hmm. listen to everybody evenly. They're like, mm -hmm. I think everyone has something to say. Mm -hmm. Well, not everybody thinks that. And it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking painful that yeah. you have to stand out just to be validated in yeah. any sort of sense. But Yeah, yeah totally. Mm -hmm. well, I was thinking about, too, how about how like standing out also like kind of gives you like an angle. Like I think because I do write a lot of jokes about sex and it's just been like a phase that I've been in because I've been single. And I think I, I have some thoughts about why I haven't been writing deeper jokes. I just came to earlier. But oh, okay. but I but I but I think, oh, gosh, I know I totally distracted myself about what I was talking about. <laughs> I always do you want to talk about the next thing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, but I, I was going to say, oh, I was going to say that like I think like for example like writing jokes about something that's common for women to write jokes about but i'm an older woman and i'm single which is like not as common for older women sure. and, and i don't have children and so i've noticed that people are interested in my perspective on the thing that i'm talking about that i'm yeah. sometimes self-conscious about talking about something that's more cliche but i've had people come up to me and be like no you have this like different angle about it and i think it's because of my age and because of like a lot of women my age have kids and are settled down or you know partnered or whatever so it's, so yeah in that way yeah being a standout can also well, kind of make your jokes funnier and more mm -hmm. more unique, I guess. Yeah. Well, and I think that it allows you to reach the people who you're meant to connect with. Yeah. You know, totally. Because like those people who were listening to jokes that were only about being partnered or being, you know, in a relationship or for having kids, the people who had all of those things already had people speaking to them. But now you're speaking to a different part of the audience that like was sitting there and just like, I can't relate with any of this shit. And they're like, yeah, no, she gets me. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Totally. And like the way where you're doing it too. Like I didn't always think of myself as old, but because I'm comedy, like a lot of people got into it younger than so a lot of the young female comics are younger than me. And so yeah, it's like I don't wouldn't normally call myself an older woman, but like <laughs> just to be clear, in that <laughs> relatively to other comedians. Not that there are older female comedians, yeah. but but yeah, so what's uh, you, what okay oh, no, you please, go, no please. I was just gonna say, do either of you feel that way though about like about standing out? Do you feel like it helps your material or like makes your impact different? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like for me, like when I go to towns like yesterday, I was in Lebanon mm. and I felt like it helped to stand out because they're like these people probably don't see black women or black people, people yeah. in general, yeah. like often. Yeah. And like, so I know things. that they're already <laughs> going to be looking at me. Yeah, yeah. And I think that it also gives me a little bit of confidence because I know that they're going to be paying attention yeah good way to think about yeah, it yeah that's cool way so it gives, yeah it gives me some like freedom i'm like okay they're going to listen to whatever the fuck comes out of my mouth that's very true yeah. <laughs> so I'm will, it's like whatever. a novelty to them they're like yeah. what's she gonna say yeah. Yeah. yeah well i think that's a good way of thinking about it because i think like when i'm standing out i think i get anxious i'm just like oh god everyone's looking at me everyone's you know watching everything that i do and it like just makes me extremely anxious but it's just like that's that was something that i wanted at one point you know i wanted everybody watching me i wanted everybody's attention and it's like 
I think when you feel like out of control like that, that's when you're like like standing out is can be a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But I think that if you can reframe it as like, you know, like everyone's looking at me into like everyone's looking at me, you know, then mm -hmm. you can look at it as a positive. Yeah, it's kind of like what we were talking about with the episode with Ryan and Mike, like like your audience, your audience, it's more important what you say when you have a more audio, when you stand out more for whatever reason, like when you yeah. have an audience or a platform. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, what would you say are the advantages to blending in? There's less people bullying you, probably, yeah, right? Like less conflict. Less, yeah. people, less people interjecting themselves into like or giving your their opinions, probably, right? Like, yeah. I remember I was explaining it to one of my friends. He's a rapper and he's been he had success. Um, and he told me, he's like, Oh, you you gotta keep working and like you gotta keep on like be like giving the people what they want. And I was like, you oh, know rappers. what it feels like? <laughs> I was like, you know what it, that attention feels like? It feels like every single person who's giving me attention has now put a finger on my body. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, wow. and I don't really like to be touched. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, without being yeah. Asked, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm like, I have thousands of people who feel like they have some sort of control yeah. over and what access. my body does and yeah. access to my body and what this this vessel does. And I don't like it. Yeah. And I, it's, yeah. it's a gross thing. Yeah. And sometimes I just want to blend in so yeah. that I, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I'm like everybody else, nobody's going to be like yeah. invasive. Yeah. yeah. No, I've definitely like there's days at work where like I want to stand out and I want to be like the funny person. I want to be the person who cracks jokes at the meetings. Da, da, da. And there's other days where I'm just like, don't fucking talk to me. Don't look at me. Like, don't touch me. Don't. Like, I just yeah. want the least amount of like contact and conversation because there's sometimes that I love conversation. That's why I do this show. Yeah, but there's yeah. other times where I'm just like, don't fucking talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. today. Not today. Yeah. And it's yeah, I think blending in sometimes as as much as it might be frowned upon, I think like sometimes it is nice to just not feel like everybody's looking at you, whether yeah. it's if whether it's for a good reason or a bad reason. Mm -hmm. Just feeling like not everybody's paying attention is like you just feel free to be yourself. You yeah, know? if I want to pick my nose, yeah. I can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some peace in like the in anonymity, right? Like, yeah, I would say like so. There's a song lyric that I really like, and it says like I like to. Um, be alone, but I don't like to feel alone. Uh, bars. Oh, like, I can relate yeah, to it's that. It's just like a, oh, a good balance of oh. I like to like. Yeah. I don't mind being by myself, uh -huh. mm -hmm. but like in blending into things. But I don't like to feel like, even if I'm being watched by tons of people. If I don't feel like, I don't know if I don't feel the attention. Like yeah, if, if, you don't, if you're not in the mood for yeah. that, if I'm not in the mood for it, then it just feels. Awful. Oh, it's horrible. Yes. Sometimes it's like yeah. the worst thing in oh, the world. It's the worst feeling in the universe. Yeah. Sometimes to be on stage. Usually it's great. But there's times where you get up on stage and you don't feel uh -uh. like there could be a billion people in front of you and you don't feel uh -uh. like like you're with them. Yeah, you feel yes. very alone. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm especially as a comedian because we really are just up there by ourselves. Yeah, you're just up there by yourself. Yeah. But sometimes it feels like you're really up yeah. There yeah. By and yourself. then you're like, here, here's all this really like personal shit that you don't care about in the way that i thought you would yeah, yeah it's very vulnerable i yeah. yeah i like that you bring that up just yeah there there was a a, a song lyric that i kind of uh, heard that was kind of similar to that but it was just kind of in reference to the idea of like sitting at a table and like surrounded by friends but feeling like more alone than yeah. if you had been alone and it's mm -hmm. like that just that idea to me is like I've been surrounded by people and felt fucking like worse than by the times that I was by myself mm -hmm. feeling bad about mm -hmm. myself. And mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's it's almost like the disconnect of like this should be making me feel better and it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like what you said too about like the people having their finger on you because it's like you do you feel like they feel like they have some 
say about you. Like they, 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 that's why they're like, open up your comments again. Like that's so violating and yeah. aggressive yeah. to come at someone like that. I noticed you, I noticed you put, turn your comments off so I can't harass you publicly anymore. What's yeah, your problem? I'll do it privately. Yeah. Like, like, yeah thanks, like, man. That's what I was trying to do is direct this into my <laughs> inbox. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah I was yeah, trying to like, filter it. Yeah. What the hell do you think you're doing? Trying to have privacy. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so wild that someone came at you like that, but multiple. People. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. And yeah. It was people even duetted my videos <laughs> saying she's really funny, but she should probably put her comments on because it comes oh off. Really, I was like, "Get the fuck yeah, out of here!" Yeah, you are re the reason why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I literally said that to my mom on the phone. Earlier. I was talking about men, and I was like, "They can fucking suck my dick." And I was like, "I don't know why that." I got Amanda. I got it from Amanda. Like, I mean, I've never said it before in my life, but I've heard Amanda say it on stage about men before, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's just like the vibe sometimes." Like, and it's probably because yeah. it's like a she took it back. And she made it cool. Exactly. She, yeah, she it's made it we've cool. had it used yeah. against us. Yeah, it's like it just feels like the right fucking thing to say sometimes yeah. to a man. Yeah. Like. I don't have one, but I'll throw one just so you can start. <laughs> I mean, I used to say, I used to just tell people to choke. Nice. Nice. Choke. Choke. I'm a big fan of like a, like some, like a word that isn't necessarily a swear word. Yeah. That has like the punch of like yeah. how you, when you want to get someone back. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I like to find new ones. Like, <laughs> but yeah, no, the idea of the finger though, like, like it's, you know what I thought of when you said that? It's like people having their pulse, like, you know, on the, you know, it's like, like you got my finger on the pulse or whatever. You're someone say that. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of that. But in like this weird way of like, you didn't ask for that. And they're like, I'm just going to pay attention to you and like have this weird yeah. access to you in this way that I feel entitled to and you didn't even give to me necessarily. Yeah. Like they yeah. decided you gave it to them because you have a platform, but it's like, that's not what yeah. it meant By you, you releasing it, they assumed yeah. that they had access to you. Yeah. And it's like, no, by me releasing it, that you have access to view the content. That is the yeah. only access I have, I have permitted. Anything yeah, exactly. beyond that is you assuming that it's okay. Yeah, it's like they're misinterpreting what you sharing your art means for you. And they're like, no, this is what it's about. And you're like, yeah, no. It's about being critiqued by strangers. It's yeah. like, no, it's fucking not. I decide. What it's about, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah totally. Like in the words of Erica Badu, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Hell yeah, okay? like, this is mine. Hell yeah, it belongs Amen to, that. to me. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. All right, well, we're gonna take one more commercial break. We'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from nine to ten a.m. on Shady Pines Radio and Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Every Saturday night at ten p.m. The Shady Pines edition of Stranger Than Fiction with Mr. B. And we are back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hi. And Amani. What's up? All right, cool. We're going to do my favorite part and ask the question that is always on my mind and annoys the shit out of everybody. What are you excited for? <laughs> What are you excited for? I know, I know. <laughs> um, I got a, a cool show, I guess. Leave your troubles in okay. Salem. Yeah, oh okay. yeah. Chris is taking it to Salem, so yeah. we're going awesome. to the Infinity Room to do Leave Your Troubles, and I'm excited nice. for that. What's uh the premise for that show? For those it's, who don't um, know, so you submit a trouble or something, whatever you're going through, and then the comedian on stage tries to answer your problems. Some of them are very dumb. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Some of you guys have problems that don't exist. They like project so. it up onto a screen right? yeah. so people can read it the whole time. Yeah, so yeah. everyone's reading it. I remember someone said, my first time doing it, so this is my third time. I think Thanks. I might have done it more. You must be giving some good advice. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't think so. But um, <laughs> I remember um, when someone said, I'm depressed. I was like, yeah, so am I. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the world. Welcome to the world. I'm like, there isn't a cure. So... Yeah. <laughs> 
girl, gonna, learn some coping strategies. Yeah, you're hired. You're hired. You're actually going to be our advice portion of the show from now on. So is everybody. Suck it up. There's no cure. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So you got you got a show you're looking forward to? Yeah, I think that would be really fun. Um, especially in front of a non-Portland crowd. Yeah. Like to see yeah. What, what are people in Salem dealing with, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they do it at the, like when they get to the show, right? People yeah, like they, write it and then they put it some. Yeah, yeah. So it's all people that are in the audience, their mm-hmm. problems. Yeah. It's yeah, a good, it's a good I, I think it's a really cool premise. Yeah, yeah, it's like blowing up right now too. Yeah, I saw Chris just, last they night. just did it at Helium. Yeah. Kyle Kinane was on. He said two hundred tickets or something. Yeah, yeah, that's it's wild. so exciting. I know. I that's was really. I saw him last night. So proud of him. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Shout out that's to really Chris. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's super dope. That's super dope. Um, so you got some shows that you're looking forward to. Um, are you looking forward to anything outside of comedy? I'm finding out what's wrong with me and <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and potentially like just taking my car in to get fixed. It's a weird thing to be excited for, but I just want to get it over with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I can relate. As somebody a, who's been out of a car for like four or five months now, getting it Oh yeah, you guys diagnosed. both had car disasters recently. Oh yeah, are you good? I know that you had a whole accident. I, I, I look pretty, so that's all, I'm, <laughs> that's all I'm worried about. I survived in my, I was going to say my hair, but that's gone. Uh, but I lost that in a separate accident. <laughs> in a bad haircut accident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, the, the car thing is just, it's a super frustrating thing. Cause it's like the reason you got a car is because you planned your life around having that car. You said you, you agreed to a show because you had a car to get to that show. Totally, yeah. Not because you were planning on having car troubles fucking two weeks before. Exactly. So I'm like, how am I getting to Salem? But it's an exciting thing. Yeah. 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 No, that's super dope. That's super dope. Yeah. What about you, Zoe? What are you excited for? Um, I was saying earlier that I'm excited for the spring and the summer, actually. I'm like really Good over answer. the weather and I'm just, the days have been getting a little bit longer and uh, my mental health is always better in the summer. Also, I really love swimming and my birthday's in the summer. Okay. I mean, that's okay. not really so, why I'm excited, so you, but. No, I mean, that's, that's the, the, it sounds like the summer has a, a big place. I'm for just you. excited to be like outside more and yeah. like sunshine and like flowers that smell good and like going on walks. And yeah, I'm just excited like for the summer life and the spring life and the being yeah. outside again. I'm ready for it. I've been inside way too much over the last few years with like grad school and the pandemic. I did grad school online, which is like literally my worst nightmare. And I was alone like more than I've ever been alone because I was also single for the first time after living with somebody. So it was just like an intense amount of isolation. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm just really excited to like for summer feels like the time of year when I like get out more and I'm more social. And yeah, yeah so I'm just really looking forward to. Yeah. Well, you have that availability, sun. you know, like the the going outside oh, yeah. is an option because there's other people outside, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. especially like Portland. It's such a hard place to to like carve out those few months where it's yeah. like okay to go outside and yeah. and wear suede shoes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I gotta wear all my like, suede shoes. I wear them a lot of them in the winter and they yeah, just get I know, I'm, I'm a dipshit. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I got new shoes. I uh, spray, but, oh yeah, but I'm also really excited because I'm gonna be doing that show that I'm doing yeah. all the way through the summer. I'm gonna get you on there soon, Amani. You'll have to ride with me, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing the Wildcraft show where like I have, the, I'm pretty sure I have the dates picked out all the way through August. So it's at least gonna oh, be nice. once a month. Wow. So yeah, I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's super dope. Is this the first show that you produced? It is the first show I've just I've produced, yes. Yeah. All right. What's what are some of the anxieties that are coming along with that? Um, I don't know if it's anxiety, but it's just like uh well, one I'm going to host and I'm really hosting is something I'm not great at, but I think it'll be a perfect opportunity to get better because it's like mostly people she I says, know. She says, "Well, hosting a show." Uh, <laughs> well, you know, what I, mean? I mean hosting comedy shows. I'm not I I don't have a lot of experience hosting comedy shows and I 
I, I like to like get on stage, do my thing and then get off. But when you're hosting, you have to like keep it up and you have to like, yeah, and I just don't have a lot of practice, but I think it's a skill that we all need yeah. and it helps. Yeah. So I'm excited to have the opportunity to practice it in a forum where like I know people more of the audience. And so it's like, oh, it'll help me probably get, get more comfortable, comfortable doing it quicker. Yeah, I think because I know I could be good at it once I practice more so yeah so i'm excited about getting better at hosting too yeah yeah okay okay and that's... booking my friends and just like yeah. getting to share portland comedy with eugene more too and i've already like connected with some comics down there they got booked and kind of some people were on my show got booked on the show down there and his show so i feel like it's just fun and yeah yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're making connections not only for yourself but for other people that you work with yeah and another thing is that i have a lot of really close friends and family down there that i don't get to see as much especially because of the last couple of years so getting to go down there once a month intentionally to see my dad my dad's getting really old and stuff too so that's also part of it is just being there with my family more too and having a reason to be there and, yeah. and sharing what I'm doing with them too, which is like, they're all mm -hmm. so excited about it. It feels yeah. so good. It's yeah. always cool when you get to go back to like your, the place where you're from and just be like, Hey, this is what I've been working on. I know you haven't seen me for a minute, but like, this is the yeah. stuff that I've been working yeah, on. Yeah. Everybody's really supportive too. Like 10 people shared. I already sold like eight tickets in the first like day that I posted, you know? So it just yeah. feels like the support feels really real. Like my old hairdresser hit me up and was like, Hey Zoe, I don't know if I'll be able to make it to the show because we're friends. And she was like, you want to get a, like, I'll, blow, I'll give you like a treat you to like a blow dry and a style on the day of your show. Like just so sweet. People yeah. are just like, yeah, yeah, just, it makes you realize how many people are cheering you on from afar, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That felt really good. Yeah, I think that, you know, it can, like you were saying, feeling isolated in those moments that you've been feeling earlier to like putting yourself out there and seeing that people have been watching alongside yeah. and being like, hey, like, how can I help you with this? Yeah, yeah, totally. And as for being in a relationship for a long time too, it's like kind of figuring out who, and then the pandemic happening like as that ended. So like it took me like two years to really like have time practice being social again. And so mm -hmm. yeah, just kind of like, building a bigger network and like you know you're just always more in touch with people when you're single i feel like it's easier to like yeah so just reminding myself of all the people i have and like wanting to rebuild those connections or reconnect them or mm. acknowledge them yeah so yeah, a little sentimental good. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Zane? Hey, what are you there it is. We got there. We got there. <laughs> <laughs> what am I excited just for? Prompt me. <laughs> just smiling. Just I was going to wait. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, what am I excited yeah. for? Um, I'm excited for. I guess. Uh, well, by the time this airs, who knows? I could be in fucking crisis. <laughs> but right now, I'm doing pretty good. Like, I'm feeling like I. I feel yeah. like things are coming together. I feel like uh, I'm getting a better handle on my mental health. I feel like I'm getting a better handle on my job. I feel yeah. like uh, the the content that I'm putting together, putting out, uh, the guests that I'm having, yeah. I just feel like it's it's all coming together in the ways that it's supposed to. And it all kind of had to fall apart in the way that it did in order for me to take a step back to to really focus on making sure that if I ever put things back together, that it looked exactly how I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm super stoked on that. Um, what else am I excited for? Started playing a new video game. It's it's super super heady. Uh, it's it's like about like psychology. It's oh, about yeah, our you were ego. Telling me about that. Yeah, it's about like our ego and just basically like the idea that like our hearts create like a palace that like um that like I guess like the main characters try to understand like people's darker desires and they try to uh just alter that and like just believe that like not everybody is these flawed human beings like every other game's just like oh no fucking kill them this game's <laughs> just like i don't know maybe try to uh, like approach their minds in a way that like you can change it and, and believe that people are capable of change so yeah it sounds like it's like rooted in some interesting psychology yes mm -hmm. yes very much so very much what's so. it called uh it's called persona 5 
Yeah, mm. they have like they have like like they they had this what was it um like a mechanic and I thought this was really interesting last night. So it was like basically uh, you're this kid, you get to the school and like everybody just doesn't like you already because they had heard whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So he like shows up, he goes to go to the library. When you walk into the library, it's like oh everyone's looking at you, nobody likes you. Da 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 da. And so uh, basically the game was just like okay, if you go to the library and you read, you can increase your knowledge, mm-hmm. right? But you also by going to the library where you're not exactly welcomed, you increase your guts. Like mm, by with whatever, your yeah. courage, yeah, by with like by withstanding it, mm-hmm. and but it also said like if you overhear talking about you, then it can distract you and it'll decrease your knowledge. Mm. So I'm like, it just it had so many different yeah, things that like game. I would, yeah. yeah, that I was just like, well, who fucking thought of this? Yeah, I feel like yeah. whoever made that game is like someone who's got to have like an interest in like psychology or something. Yeah, right? like mm-hmm. yeah, that's but th- for me, it's just it's been trying to. Um, I I realize that like when I have these these periods of of kind of like reset that like I have a chance to like intake as much media as I can and and try to build myself around that. Like I'm somebody who fucking loves superheroes, comic books, shit like that. So it's like I I realize that if I take this transformative period and try to make it so that way it's uh you know me rebuilding myself most effectively, then like I can really, you know, when I come back to whatever I come back to, I can be that person that I wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's great. You have any more questions? We have five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Is there anything else you're excited for, Amani, or anything else you want to talk about that you're doing? Like, you want to promote um, anything? The podcast, my podcast, yeah. Rap Dumbass, yes. is coming back. Um, oh, goodness. nice. Yeah, Rap Dumbass. That's what it's called. I, I like it. have a new host. Oh, yeah? What? Yeah, we have a co host. Um, AC O'Neill. Oh, nice. Yeah, we love AC. Love you, so AC. We did two episodes together. The first one, my oh, yeah. computer crash on me and then I got oh, another computer tragic and the second one I've listened to it I just never bothered editing it the whole thing is just so funny I bet me. and yeah. so I was I had to like ask him um hey can we do this together yeah. because I had the most fun with you on here plus like I've been having a lot of white guests yeah and <laughs> I think it's just I think if, if I had an ally yeah, who could yeah. also help me for yeah. sure to, like talk through comedy and hip-hop music because i feel like some people don't get the connect but i think i mean dave chappelle got the connect he had an entire festival that was just comedy (laughs) and hip-hop related so i think that there is a connect to both of what like to what we both do we're both very good writers Mm -hmm. and i think that's just really what it boils down is we both know how to write and like give an idea yeah and sometimes these rappers have the funniest ideas yeah. <laughs> yeah well just the like the fact that i and i always think about this being a rapper and a comedian as like i'll tell a pun and it'll bomb and i'm like yo if that was a fucking bar though that was a <laughs> bar though everyone's losing their fucking mind right now <laughs> truly like i i'm not making a lie there's sometimes i've said some things in my jokes and i'm pretty sure i heard it in a rap song <laughs> <laughs> The parallels, the parallels. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think that that even just acknowledging that like, you know, like analogies or metaphors and stuff like that, like different writing and literary techniques like show up in both music and comedy. Oh, absolutely. And the things that you can say, you know, like the way I like to say it is just like, you know, there's things I don't want to rap. There's things I don't want to make rhyme. There's things I don't want to make funny, you know, and like just realizing that each of those has a different space, I feel like is just extremely important. True. And then there's just, funny lyrics it's just yeah. really it just so is it, is so is it, it is? from yeah. from like a, a comedy uh perspective yeah is it's it? from yeah. a comedy perspective so um 
I don't know if you've seen those rap genius videos. Yeah, yeah, I love, like, love those. They yeah. sit in the chair. Oh, and they so it's like a, that's yeah, fucking it's cool. Like that. I love that's that. That's a cool idea, Mom. but it's comedic. rap dumbass. Nice. That's so fucking so just clever. Read the rap lyrics out loud, oh. and then you really get to see I what is that. being said. Oh my god, yes. I love that. Yeah, that's, okay. I've had TC Benitez on. Yes. Um, I had Hewitt Packenstecker. Yeah. yeah. Sam Whiteley. Oh, yeah, nice. Sam Whiteley. Um, and I then, can see those being some really good guests. That sounds yeah. so fun, Imani. If you ever want me on, I would love to do it. Also, I'm going yeah, totally. to have to listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, we're, yeah, we're redoing it. So um, I did the Nobody's Project, which is another podcast project yeah. um, where they just interview people around Portland. Oh, cool. And um, they interviewed me and they've interviewed Jaren and a bunch of people. But they, the um, guy who created it, Marky, he like hey i love your idea and i listened to a free of your episodes nice can we do this together and at first i was like no (laughs) and then i thought about it and like sometimes you have to come to the realization you can't do it all yourself yes yes and i it really i came to that realization i'm like i cannot do this myself so we connected i got um ac involved and it's coming back. Well, good. It's Perfect. such a good idea, too. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like you're like, I don't have the energy to do this all by myself. But people are like, no, this is great. Do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, thank right. you folks for watching the smoke break. Amani, it's been a treat yeah, having you. I really appreciated here. you. And uh, yeah, this has been the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I've been your host, your old pal Zane here with Zoe Schwartz. Bye. And Amani. <laughs> Later, players. <laughs> <laughs>